Welcome, adjudicators, to another episode of Disputed, where two fictional characters go head-to-head armed with only their advocates, and you will decide the outcome. Everything is Disputed. Yeah, yeah. Got a little, have, have a little 80s metal. Oh, man. I'm, I'm really super stoked for this one. Uh, I, I have been since, since we seated everybody, uh, cause I didn't know, I was number one, like I was surprised, uh, at how it all turned out as far as the seating was mm-hmm. concerned, but yeah, it's, uh, stoked, stoked, stoked for this one. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't we introduce ourselves? Okay. All right. <laughs> After you, my friend. Wait a minute, one second. I'm trying to think of what, oh, I remember now. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up, blurs and nerds? I'm Damon, father of two, husband of one. You may know me from such podcasts as Damon does, and in the stack, the library podcast. I also turn dad do- dad jokes into poetry, and I am the Mugsy Bogues of the Disputed Podcast. Oh my God! Okay, you're gonna I, you got me on that one, Mugsy Bogues, <laughs> Larry Johnson or Grandmama. Larry- Oh, you, you, okay, Larry, so like Larry. That was a basketball. Right? Oh, That's... yeah, you got me on that. I don't know. Fuck all. I mean, I know. Uh, I, I know. Space Jam. I know. I, you know, I watched Space Jam twenty five years ago, <laughs> and that was the only time I ever watched it. I am not a basketball person, so I mean, I can. I, Larry Bird. I know. Uh, Michael. Uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I mean, I can name some of the big guys. From a long time ago, <laughs> can you name anybody from this century? N- probably not. Uh, LeBron uh, James, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. I got. Uh, yeah, that he's one. He's done some things. Uh, uh, he's pretty. Uh, that that uh, Steph Curry. He's yes. Of, okay. Okay. See. <laughs> there you go. I got. I got. I, I think I got some, but you know, not like you know, you know the uh, the dream team, America's team, or whatever it was back in the day. I think it was the dream team, wasn't it? On the the for the Olympics. Yes, the dream team that inexplicably took Christian Leitner instead of Shaq. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, could Shaq ever hit a free throw? I remember that was an issue. He got four rings. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's just because he's huge. <laughs> Supermans. So Xiao Ming. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, last episode. Uh, it was a fucking epic episode we had yes drake oh my goodness drake advocating for john witch wick we had brian tan advocating for assam from warrior the voting like the dispute went back and forth a while until it didn't uh many people thought it was going to be uh one way lots of other folks thought it was going to be completely different uh, you know i i i thought it was going to go one way as well but in the end uh we had the highest number of votes of any disp- dispute so far um so yeah uh, let's, uh, before let's go, you know, why don't we just, let's go to the tape. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts of the show now. Uh, is it going to play? Um, where did it go? Okay. But not when it doesn't. All play. right. <laughs> what the hell? Come on tape. All right. I'm going to have to, uh, I can't believe this is happening. Hang on. We're going to have to. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, hang on. Here's the tape. So cool. <laughs> Every time I watch ah, it, it's so awesome. John Wick. 
Awesome. Awesome. Why did you freeze on me? What'd you stop for? Just decided it didn't want to go anymore? No! What the heck? Let me remove it and put it back in. There we go. Ah, John Wick coming out hot. Awesome. Answering back. With the kicks? Ah, John Wick goes, oh, look at that combo. They're giving him a massage there. Is that what that is? From John Wick. (laughs) Flying forearm up. Nice little headlock there. Pop in the face by John Wick. Oh, 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 knee, knee to the face. Back elbow, kick. Oh, knee to the face. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's a spinning head scissors. That was a reversal into a spinning head scissors. I think it's called oh, oh. oh, that's just oh. Well, that's just very simple. Dag spin oh. kick. Oh, 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 he dipped up. Get off me. Papow. Kick it to the head. Oh. Oh. The colon cleanse. Oh. Nice sweep. Oh, man. Oh, oh. It looked like. Ah, uh, oh, there's our work. victor. Awesome. Wow. Pulling out the wow. victory. Wow. Woo. Okay. Yeah. And this one got the most votes that we've had so far. It did. Uh, 58 votes. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, with Assam as the victor by a large margin, 70.7%. That's 41 votes okay. on his own. Yeah. Uh, versus John Wick, 29.3%. So huge. Wow. Yeah. Thoughts on that? I, okay. This has been. We've had a lot of, uh, with the seeding, we've had a lot of upsets mm-hmm. in the first round. This is one, I thought. this is where I thought things would kind of go, you know, chalk, as they say in sports, where the higher seed wins. Mm-hmm. And but I watched, I listened to, uh, I watched a bit of The Warrior before, you know, the show last time. Right. Um, I just finished it today. And I was like, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, because I had seen the John Wick movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I and John Wick has a huge following as well. So, right. I, it's I'm shocked. I'm shocked uh, as far as how the voting went. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it started off awesome, and then the John Wick people showed up and ran it up. Uh, but then a lot more awesome people showed up and uh, I, I don't know if it's, if they were awesome people or they just went and they watched the recap or they, you know, what happened, but yeah, it just hands down, bam. That's the biggest margin we've had so far and, it it's, is. The, and it's an upset. That's wild. Big time. So, uh, like you say everything is disputed. <laughs> That's right. uh, so a huge, uh, huge congrats on the victory tour, uh, man with the plan, Brian Tan. But no worries for our buddy Drake. We're going to have him back. Uh, we'll have to have him back, I think, for the second round because we've got too many people who are uh, advocating for two people, which is going to be a bit awkward. And so we're going to have to find somebody to uh, do some uh, advocating uh, on behalf of somebody who's got too many characters. Um, but we'll get at it. Um, so, yeah, also for the video, which I love our videos every time we get those. Uh, loads and loads yes. of thanks to Keith and Heather Mackey for the awesome WWE 2K22 characters that they make for us each episode. You can find them on Twitter at Heather Mackey1, M-A-K-I-1, uh, and uh, at Soul Freedom 10 S-O-L Freedom 10 on the Instagrams. And they make some very cool characters on there. They've made all the Letterkenny characters, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> made a lot. They've made a lot of characters. So uh, they made this. They made the disputed cast. <laughs> yes, they have. They they give you. They, they either shrunk me or gave you a few ec- extra inches. So <laughs> I don't know which one, but um, either way, uh, it's it's awesome. I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> and we look amazing if i do say of so of course myself. we do of course we, we do looked amazing. they did a great job like i i got i get tickled every time we that that plays i try not to read the i try to scroll through the fast part for, through the script so uh global's insider baseball we but some of the stuff is scripted and uh, so i scroll past it just so i can be surprised and be in the moment to see what happens because they do such a great job with the video i love it yeah they do i love them Great guys, great people, love them, and uh, there's gonna. I, I'm looking more, forward to more and more of these awesome videos. So, uh, what do you say uh, we, you know, introduce the uh, dispute for the evening, my friend? Okay. Adjudicators, fear does not exist at the end of the laneway. Pain does not come up the property. No friends, this dispute brings together two scrappers said to be so superlative, said squabble, at said squabbles, sluggers steer aside. Who will strike first? Who will strike the hardest? Will there be any mercy? One scrapper hails from the wide open spaces of rural Ontario, the other from the bustling LA suburb of Encino. Who are these two competitors, you ask? Fighters with the fastest flurry of fists fired at a foe. Wayne from Letterkenny versus Johnny Lawrence from Cobra. (sighs) Everything is disputed. Oh, man. Woo. That was, uh, you know, I was was inspired for this one. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, yeah, I, I had I had to make this one even a little bit more special because, as you can see, I mean, I got got me a Shorzy jersey up there, uh, you know, a, a Letterkenny characters back there. I, you know, I am I am a Letterkenny fan. I run the toughest podcast in Letterkenny, uh, so uh, which doesn't mean anything. I mean, uh, Wayne's probably going to get my vote, of course. Uh, just but that's only one vote. Your votes count everybody's vote counts uh here so it's uh yeah it's gonna be it's it's gonna be amazing and i can't wait to get this underway and uh let's uh let's why don't we just go ahead and uh introduce our advocates for the evening shall we let's our first advocate for the evening makes her return after successfully advocating for the vampire cassidy from preacher against spike from buffy the vampire slayer she hails from the Bay Area while stalking the halls of the Letterkenny subreddit. She's been known to throw the band hammer like Mjolnir, exacting swift justice on any degen who comes her way. Some refer to her as a power-mad cunt, and that's the nice ones. You may call her what you will, but we will call her awesome. You can't see me, but I'm making fire hands. <laughs> hey, awesome. How are you now? Good you? Oh, not so bad. So, uh, <laughs> awesome. Tell us what you bring to the table, who you're advocating for, and what you bring to the table for them. I am advocating for the toughest guy in Letterkenny, Wayne. 
what I bring to the table is not smack talk, just straight facts. <laughs> I spit fire. All right. All right. Keeping it simple, straight, straight ahead. Yeah. No need for smack talk. So in that what case. What sort of backwards fucking pageantry is that? <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, uh, Demond, your turn. Our next advocate returns to the tournament after last claiming the victory for Cato over for over Walker, Texas Ranger. He hails from the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, where he is known to be a connoisseur of both bubblegum and guava juice. The streets call him E or Ev. His mama calls him Evan. Give it up for your boy. M C E Amazing. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you for that intro. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy MCE Amazing back again for the third time. Not even not the first, the second, the third time, baby. You better believe I'm bringing the heat once again. Thank you guys for having me. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cake. Uh, awesome is holding is is ready to start throwing jabs already. <laughs> Hold your hate. Let me get out of the way first. <laughs> Ev, share something about yourself with us and tell us who you are advocating for this evening and why. Okay, so I don't want to make this about me. I think we're all about. It's all about our boy our Lord and savior, Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> and uh, I'm advocating for Johnny Lawrence because why would anybody in their right mind advocate for uh, Wayne? So yeah, I'm-, I'm Oh, oh I, whoops, here we go. Just saying like, you know, Johnny Lawrence, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna save what I have to say for the actual, <laughs> uh, the actual debate. All right. But uh, I'm uh, feeling I'm, pretty good. Yeah, feeling I, pretty I, good tonight. I don't think anyone ever said that awesome was in her right mind. So, um, oh, good point. <laughs> am I am I incorrect about that? Awesome. I'm not here to take cheap swipes <laughs> at the competition. Right. I'm just here uh, to lay them out as right. soon as possible. All right. Possible. So, well, all right then. Let's, sorry to disappoint let's, you. Though. Let's let's get after it. So, uh, let's uh, let's go over the rules. I know I know you two already know the rules. Uh, each advocate gets an opening statement of five minutes. Uh, after that, uh, their opponent gives a rebuttal for two minutes. Um, after that, uh, Demond and I will ask questions of each advocate. Demond will ask a question of awesome or two. Uh, I will ask a question or two for uh, for E here. If we get comments from the folks out there that who have questions, we may give them to you as well. Uh, we'll just see who shows up. Um, after that, each advocate will give a closing argument of two minutes. Uh, you can bank time. So if you don't use all your minutes, uh, you can bank those for other parts, for your rebuttals or uh, other answers to questions uh and then also we have the uh the wherewithal to give you uh an ex an, an extra 30 seconds if we deem it uh necessary so any questions before we get after it no sir all right well because wayne was the number one seed overall uh and uh awesome has wayne awesome you will get five minutes and let me bring this up here real quick so i can get this 
over there. And then, uh, awesome. If you are ready, let's get after it. All right. I am advocating for Wayne because not Wayne's entire reputation of being the toughest guy in Letterkenny is not particularly due to any magnificent martial prowess or fancy moves or, you know, saw legendary um, technique. It's just down to his ability to soak up huge, huge amounts of abuse and keep going. Like, yeah, it hurts. It's supposed to hurt. That's the fucking point. But none of it stops him. He can take it like a champ on the chin and power through and put you on your ass in the dirt where you belong. And then because he's such a swell fucking guy, he will, unless you're a degen, extend the hand of friendship, pick you up, dust you off, and feed you a beer afterwards because that's the kind of class act my boy is. <clears throat> During his tenure as toughest guy in Letterkenny, not only did he have the title, give it up voluntarily to keep his relationship intact, not that that worked out for other reasons, trifle tour, <laughs> but he regained it within the space of a week by kicking ass on all comers and had to ask his sister for permission twice, which she not just gave. She told him he better come back on his shield or on it. <laughs> At their best friend's birthday party. Okay, that's the kind of bitches we're fucking with here. Not only that, but Toughest Guy in Letterkenny is not just bragging rights, although there's some of that, but it is a position of responsibility in the town. Okay, it is a social function in the town. If you're the toughest guy in Letterkenny, you are the person people come to to solve all the little problems that fall through the cracks that pe nobody official can touch or would touch or even should touch you solve problems for people who can't solve them for themselves you solve problems for people who are out of their depth they come to you they need something and a friend in need is a friend indeed and when a friend asks for help you help them the end all right so you're banking 238 um so let me pause that real quick or actually stop it all right, let me mark that down real quick. And let me get the, uh, let me get E over here and I'm gonna start the two minute timer now. First off, like in order to be the toughest in Letter Kenny, you gotta get permission from your sister. What kind of bogus BS is that in the first place? Number two, the toughest in Letter Kenny. Who cares? Who's in Letter Kenny? Who cares about Letter Kenny except for the people who live there? Meth addicts? Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, nobody cares about Letterkenny. Being the toughest in Letterkenny, yeah, you help out people. I mean, come on. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm a little, 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 it's, it's kind of incredible, you know, like going around, oh man, I'm helping out the town and stuff. You know, it's really cool. You know, like then when people want to come and fight you, go end of the driveway, end of the drive, end of the, what? What are you talking? We're fighting right here. Who's going to, no, there's no time to wait for that kind of stuff in a real fight in a real fight we're trying we're not we're scrapping right here day, day one second one on site bro you know i don't i don't know man i i mean i, I it's kind of hard to really take serious a guy who's like you know i mean some of the who's like who beat up people 
whose like biggest claim to fame is they have intense back acne. I mean, come on, really? Like that's what that's where they're known for. And it's like, oh yeah, this is a big achievement. Like, oh, okay, like you beat a bunch of guys <laughs> who are at home sitting down watching TV. They just show up and like, let's fight. And it's like, okay, he beat him. Oh, okay, great, man. I like 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 she said, you know, he has no kind of martial prowess to to speak of. And I mean, like, so that means that everybody that he fights is just a worse fighter than he is. And um, gotta tell you, I'm not impressed. Not impressed at all. All right. Banking uh banking uh 17 seconds there. Uh let me write that down. And now you're gonna start on your five minute opening statement. Okay. So first off, you know, I mean, like we're talking about let's let's talk about like dressing, right? Like Johnny Lawrence has his look together. Matter of fact, what is this? What is this? What kind of mook will walk around a town dressed like this in a shirt like this off me man now let's get down to brass tacks all right johnny lawrence our lord and savior has done much he's done much he's been to the bottom he's seen the, t the top but he's also seen the bottom he's had to work his way back up he's had to be abused mentally physically in order to get back to a state of power. But instead of just relying on his own power, he said, you know what? I'm going to take that power and give it to the children. I'm gonna give it to, have you seen my boy Miguel in a fight? Uh, as far as I know, and what I don't know ain't worth knowing, Miguel has not lost a battle since Johnny Lawrence has started teaching him. You know why? Because Johnny Lawrence is a freaking badass. He's not all about like keeping the power to himself. He's <laughs> distributing it. He's going, he says, I'm going to teach the way of Cobra Kai to these children. And you know what? Even when it didn't work out, when Kreese came, he said, you know what? That's not going to stop me. We're going to move on. I'll even team up with that guy, with the guy I hate, with a guy I absolutely hate in order to keep this thing going. Johnny Lawrence goes out of his way to like make sure that his people are taken care of every single time, every time. And I mean, my goodness, can you even imagine? the power of somebody like Johnny Lawrence, our Lord and Savior. And this is why I call him that, right? What man do you know can take a child who is in a coma through fighting spirit and revive him? Huh? <laughs> Revived him through, through a fighting spirit, right? Not only that, not only does he bring him out of his coma, he gets him to walk again. He, allow, he gets this man to walk again, get to practice martial arts again. And then, my God, in the latest season, he started teaching this boy Street Fighter moves. He, he was trying to do the Tatsumaki Seppuku in the hurricane kick. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, what a badass. And, oh, man, it's just, there's, I mean, what more can you say? He had a, he had a Cobra Kai-themed car. Oh, oh, man. And, of course, you know, Ali comes back. He, get, he gets a little miffed. But you know what? He moves on. You know why? Because that's the heart of a sensei and Johnny Lawrence has it in spades, baby. That's what he's got. You know, I don't, I don't see if there, there, but there's anything else to say at this point, you know, I mean, uh, thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're banking another two, two there. So let me go ahead and stop that. Make note there. To be fair. Uh, hang on, hang on. To be fair. It was two Oh two. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. 
but he's already got 238 so it's not like he's you know he's in need of anything <laughs> but I'm but you're just trying to see a plate straight <laughs> i understand i appreciate the only I, thing i'm straight about what i appreciate about you uh so <laughs> get after your two minute rebuttal there so as far as i see it <clears throat> even though johnny's students never lost a fight johnny has lost many fights and continues to lose fights even as he trains up this unbeatable protege um secondly yeah he's seen the bottom but he got to the bottom all on his own ain't nobody put him down there he found his own way there and okay he's found his way back but he had lots of hands lifting him up there um <clears throat> to your point about you know he got his fit together he looking fresh to death he got his ride all that's fucking pageantry that's fucking flash it's no substance okay and also he loses it he loses it to his own hubris he loses it to his own unwillingness to compromise and communicate he loses it to the bottle however you want to look at it he gives it up again and again and again like at the end of every series in this show he is constantly losing something that sets his white ass back to square and by the fucking way <laughs> i don't know how you get the fuck off calling any blonde uh, hair blue-eyed white man our lord and savior <laughs> 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 act right like act like your mother put some manners on you okay <laughs> and in my last 30 here i just want to say <clears throat> yes Wayne asks his sister for permission because it's her party that she put together and she organized. He respects her. He respects her time. He respects her effort. And yeah, they have that kind of relationship. So what what kind of relationship your man's got? <laughs> All right, then. I, I will. Uh, that was. Oh, he's sweating. Look at that. He's sweating. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let me let me let me go ahead and uh, see if I can bring you bring you both back up here together. Uh, oh, let me take that out real quick. Um, so uh, here we go. Um, so yeah, that. Uh, uh, How's that and, for you? And we're and we're gonna get into that as we as we go through the questions because uh, <clears throat> well you know uh, look. Damon, why don't you go ahead and ask Awesome if you have a, if you have a question? If uh... okay, so he is the toughest guy. Uh, Wayne is the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Mm -hmm. So we're we're gonna say he we're gonna take a does can Wayne if he had to go to LA <laughs> be a, <laughs> be able to withstand the same kind of punishment uh, at after having to travel against a, a, but let's be honest, a very dirty fighter in Johnny Lawrence. I honestly, you think he's never been in a dirty fight before? Let's look at the facts. Let's look at his past fights. <clears throat> the biggest fights that he has ever been in have been melees. Not only, not only does he control his crew, he controls the opposing crew. He controls. <clears throat> where they go and who they match up against he pegs out his guy but then he'll take out one or two of the little underlings on the way there and then he'll get after big boss 
okay, occasionally he'll get an assist, but I dare you, I double dog dare you to claim that your boy Lawrence does not get the same. Now, like with these fights, with these big melees, he takes hit after hit after hit after hit to the head, still stands up. Okay, he's got a blanket clear, but he keeps going. He doesn't shake. He doesn't wobble. He proceeds with intent. All right. Like, Lawrence has lost plenty of fights. I ain't never seen Wayne lose one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you now, um, E. Yes. If... <sighs> If Johnny were to go up to actually, you know what? I'm going to bring this, this, this one right up right here. Cause TR actually has the kind of question I was going to ask. What would, how would Johnny survive a day working on the farm? Chorin all day. <laughs> oh man. You know, our boy Johnny Lawrence is no stranger to hard work, man. You know how it is. I mean, for those of you who watched Cobra Kai, you know what it like Johnny Lawrence has what it takes. I mean, you remember when he got into that uh, that place where he ended up teaching everybody at? That place was trash. It was an absolute garbage dump when he got there. You know the amount of work it takes in order to make something like that habitable for it to even pass code for like for people to come in and be like, oh yeah, man, like you can actually have human beings in here subsisting, subsisting and actually interacting with each other. It's a tough, it's a tough job. Like that is really difficult. So I think like Johnny Lawrence, I'm saying. If he were to go work on a farm, of course he'd be resistant. He's out in the wilderness. He doesn't want to be there. But what happens with Johnny Lawrence when he doesn't want to do something? Eventually, he comes around and he does a bang-up job every single time. He never fails. You know what I mean? Like, out on a farm, Johnny Lawrence is going... It, it might be tough at first, but he knows what toughness... He's, he's, like, he's been abused all this time going through having to deal with his stepfather, crease... You know, especially after he lost to um to LaRusso. I mean, illegal kick, but we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that right now. But like even after that, you know what I mean? Like the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears. And you're right, every single time he like he messes it up, but but always takes that shot at redemption, always trying to redeem himself, always trying to do better. So going up working on a farm, he could do it. This would be like a, just another another path to the way of, of enlightenment for him honestly like cobra kai never died man all right uh tr uh, uh tr has a question for you too awesome oh. how would wayne react if he had to teach the cobra kai kids his fighting style so wayne's fighting style <clears throat> is actually kind of genius if you approach it in with the right mind yeah the thing with traditional formalized martial arts is it's so much repetition of the basics for so long that it just gets ingrained in you it's purely muscle memory you react on instinct wayne's fighting style is pretty much the same thing he's just been brought up like ever since he was knee high to a grasshopper to fight and that is what he does that's what he's known for it's such a huge part 
of his identity that he was kind of broken up for a while after he lost it. And then, <clears throat> but his whole philosophy is just put the other guy down before he puts you down. And you do that in the most efficient way possible. No fancy moves, no twirls, no kicks, no spins, no nothing. Just straight hits right to the core, right to the head. Concentrate your power, follow through, and just strip everything away. No frills, no nothing. So if he was going to teach somebody that, it would literally just be punching, 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 punching each other until that is all that you know, until that movement is so deep in you that you don't even feel it. It just happens without your say-so when you need it to. Otherwise, you keep it on lock. Because Wayne don't fly off the handle for no fucking reason. That man chooses his time and place. The end. E. Yes. How would Johnny be with going to uh, going to Letterkenny and not uh, and not having any banquet beer? <laughs> yo, for, yo, I don't even know if he would stick around that long. To be honest, <laughs> like, like he'd probably just immediately leave. <laughs> like, yo, I banquet beer. What kind of trash place is this? Hey, what Canada's got the good beer. We got shit like down it? here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, awesome. I do have I do have one question for you. That 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 mm -hmm. this is now this is one that's kind of been nagging me for a while, and I know it nags other people. Alistair Orson Westwood Yates. Okay. Wayne did not beat him. Derry beat him for Wayne because Alistair was whooping his butt. Okay, Derry got an A. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. All right, he. But the way he got an A was he snuck up on Alistair and bottled him. If it was a one-to-one -one fight, if that fight had not been interfered with, if Wayne had not already taken two or three knocks to the head, clearing out some of the underbrush, if they were just going to like draw a circle around it and square off, I would say not only are they evenly matched, okay, maybe I'd waited a little bit in Orson's favor because he's got a couple inches of reach. Mm -hmm. But again, Wayne had already taken so much punishment. If he was fresh off the tee, mm -hmm. I don't think it would be a contest. All right. Those sound like excuses to me, but now, okay. E. Oh, you e, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got I got a follow-up question for E in that. Read it, read it. Ha, has, has Johnny ever fought an MMA fighter? Not that I know of, no. Mm. How many MMA fighters has uh, Wayne fought? Twice. <laughs> so I mean, it's there. The these are I mean, these are both valid questions on either side. Um, you know, I and I I think you know there's. Oh no. I I I think I think had. Let me ask you this. Awesome. Let me ask you this. Well, you got a problem? Is there a problem over there? Yeah, I'm sorry. My internet hiccuped. Oh, okay. Oh. No, you're good. Um, so. Let's have Johnny and Wayne swap places. Johnny okay. is brought up poor initially, single mom. Dad left. Uh, is then mom then gets married to a very wealthy guy who's abusive uh, and takes everything out on Wayne all the time. 
What path does Wayne take from there, do you think? Okay, I'm sorry. Can you please repeat sure, that? Sure, sure, sure. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, no problem. We can hear you. We can hear you fine. Okay, now uh, I now I'm caught up. Okay, so yeah, so the the question is, uh, Wayne is raised as Johnny was. How do you think he turns out compared to how Johnny ended up? I think that depends on whether Katie's with him or not. Okay. And whether. Okay, so. <clears throat> Wayne's autistic. This needs to be taken as red. Okay. If he's got Katie and they're raised together, I still think he would come out more or less the same. Probably a bit more cynical than he is. Probably a bit less forgiving than he is. I think he'd be a lot less inclined to offer people a beer after a scrap. <laughs> Do you think he would have ended up at Cobra Kai or possibly Miyagi-Do? I think he would have tried to give Cobra Kai a fair shake, but, I mean, let's face it, the man has no social pretense, mm -hmm. and he knows bullshit when he smells it. Mm-hmm. I think he would have given it a solid look, turned around, and walked the fuck out. Okay. All right. I mean, because he's got a solid moral compass. And that's not just a matter of how he was raised. That's just quite a lot to do with how he is in himself. He doesn't like fuss. He doesn't like pageantry. He doesn't like double talk. He has no fucking patience. For people who are going to waste his time. Mm. If you, if you're going to be one thing, be efficient <laughs> and right. that cult shit ain't efficient. Yeah. So, so E similar on your side, uh, Johnny is raised in letter kidding on a farm, uh, you know, uh, raising dogs or whatever else they, they're raising out there, um, with a dad and a sister, uh, parent got parents. Uh, has an uncle who's who he loves. Um, does Johnny, because Johnny, you know, he, he starts slow. He starts low. He comes up when he's part of Cobra Kai. After the shit with Cobra Kai happens, he falls off for a long time. Yeah, has a kid uh, with a with a, has a baby mama. I don't think they ever got married, right? Um, I don't think they did. But regardless, they're 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 apart now. Right. Uh, and has a kid that he's, he basically abandoned. Uh, do you, I mean, do you see how, what path do you see Johnny taking in, uh, in Letterkenny as, in, in Wayne's place? I would say that like Johnny would be, um, I would, I would say he'd definitely be a worse fighter, um, for, uh, growing up in Letterkenny, uh. Uh, but as far as like his mindset, I would say that things would be a whole lot different, you know, like he didn't really have a supportive family growing up. He didn't really have like the opportunity, like the space to really like grow into like, like to be himself. Like he, you know, like he, like he was always um, uh, reprimanded actually for being himself for like being mm. interested in the things that he was interested in. And 
even martial arts, like he like he like remember Sid was just kind of like whatever, just like one more thing you're just gonna give up on, you know? Right. And that's not something that he like is like part of him. That was something that like is like was like external, I think, you know. And I think if he had grown up in a situation because he was by himself, he didn't have any brothers, he right. didn't have any sisters, he didn't there was nobody coming to save him, there was nobody to lift him up. And uh, like when things went bad, like there was nobody there to catch him. Like there was nobody, he had no support system. So the fact, the fact is, is that in a situation, I in a situation where he had more support and he had that kind of care or whatever, he could he could have flourished. He could have really done really well. But the fact is, is that Johnny was born where he was born. He grew up mm -hmm. the way he grew up, and he has to like every single time. He's just got to like make like make lemons into lemonade over and over and over again. But if he was born in Letterkenny, he probably he. He would definitely be the toughest man in later camp. I was going to ask you that. All right. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. I don't know. Uh, Demond probably had to r rush off to uh, do some kid work because he's got some. Uh, so can't fault him for that. I've been there. Uh, fortunately, okay. mine are adults now because uh, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> so um, e, uh, let's go. I'm going to go ahead and bring you back up for your uh, two-minute closing argument here. So let's do this. Uh, that's not you. Uh, hang on, bring you over it there. Could be. <laughs> and then I'm going to bring this back up here and we'll do two minute timer. And now. Okay. So in closing, I would like to say that, you know, Johnny Lawrence came up, man. He made like, it's a big time come up from where he was. Like I said, he didn't have the kind of support that Wayne had. He just didn't have it. And he's had, and he's, he had to work with what he had, which was like, he, he had to get involved with, uh, with Crease, John Crease, and he he was looking for somebody to be a real father to him, right? And unfortunately, Crease wasn't that, but he was as close as he was going to get. And I don't know, man, Johnny Lawrence, for pretty much his entire career, most of the his career has been fighting other martial artists. You know, this isn't like this random guy that just shows up and wants to fight you. These are people who are precision, who are who are trained people who are trained to break you down. Like the people who are trained to destroy the human body, you know, as fast and as fast and as efficiently as possible. This is no joke, you know. So I like I would definitely say that Johnny Lawrence is definitely the tough. He's he would he's the toughest. Well, I can't even say that in Los Angeles, like in Encino, definitely Miguel is the toughest, but only because Johnny Lawrence stepped back and propped him up because nobody did that for him in the past. You know, no, like he. he He's willing to take a step back and be like, you have the glory because I'm your teacher. Like, I'm your sensei. You're my student. Let's do it this way. You know, it's it, the fatherly bond between him and Miguel, man. Like, it is something of beauty, you know? And uh, frankly, Robbie Keane, his son, is a jerk anyway. <laughs> I mean, like, part that's partially his fault, but partially uh, Robbie's fault because Robbie just doesn't want to listen to anybody. So, yeah. With that being said, yeah, man, I, I would say that um, Johnny Lawrence is my guy, man. Cobra Kai never die, man. Oh, no, excuse me, Eagle Fang. Eagle Fang never die. Actually, actually you've, you've still got 202 left if you want to, if you have more you'd like to say. Oh, have I got more I want to say? Yeah, I got plenty to say. Listen. All right. <laughs> I'll put you got a whole other two minutes. Yeah, All right. you do. Listen, um, back in the Karate Kid, right? Johnny Lawrence had only been like, let's, let's be honest. Like he had only been studying martial arts for about three years, 
three years at the point when he met up with LaRusso because he didn't start like super young. He had to actually build up those skills. He lost. But the point is, when you lose, eventually you got to pick yourself back up. And Johnny had to learn that. And what happens when he loses? He always comes back for more. Even, even if he has to go through the roughest times of his life, he always comes back. And that's the point. How can you possibly say that you're the toughest man in Letterkenny when you haven't learned what it's like to experience crushing defeat? Like, you, like if you win every single match, every single match, uh, then you don't know what it's like to be at the bottom, to, be, to, like, to like have your title stripped of you, to like actually be like, okay, I've lost it. This guy has it. Everybody treats me like I'm a nobody now, you know, and there's nobody to help you. There's nobody to encourage you. You don't have a sister. You don't have a best friend to come to your rescue. You don't have an uncle. There's no padding. It's just you and the hard, cold facts of life every single time. And even in that situation, even in that situation, Johnny Lawrence came back. He comes back every time. Priest, Priest comes back. Priest turns on him, knocks him out of the thing. What happens? He keeps going. Terry Silver comes back, helps John Priest destroy him, tries to help him destroy him. He still comes back every single time. LaRusso, nobody can stop this man, even from childhood, from childhood constantly having to strive to be the strongest he can be every single time. Johnny Lawrence, man, what more can I possibly say about this man who comes back from the brink from every single defeat, man? All right. Well done on that closing argument. Uh, awesome. I'm going to bring you over now. You actually have uh, four and a half minutes, four, half, four minutes, 38 seconds, we'll say. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just put the five minute timer on because that'll be easier and I'll know when, uh, when you're done. So yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Okay. You know what also, also keeps coming back? Fungus. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Wayne for a second. Wayne was trained, was groomed from childhood. His great uncle was the mayor of Letterkenny and saw Letterkenny through its most prosperous period in living history. Like, if you don't think there's pressure on him to perform, if you don't think that there are expectations on him, then you are sorely mistaken. He was brought up in a culture that respects toughness and respects scrapping. Like, scrapping is just how you get shit done. And yeah, before he became the toughest guy in Letterkenny, he was a kid who had to learn his lessons. He was a kid who had to put in his time and pay his dues. You think he didn't get to be the toughest guy in Letterkenny without learning how to lose along the way? You really think that? My son, no. Like, when you're a kid, that is when you do your learning. Johnny Lawrence learned some bad fucking lessons. He learned some bad fucking coping mechanisms. Wayne had all the same opportunities to go wrong as Johnny Lawrence. He grew up in a small rural meth town. He grew up with the bottle. He grew up, you know, where everyone smokes, he could have fallen off like so many in his town did, support system or no, and he didn't. 
because that's down to his inner strength. That is down to his determination to pick himself up to keep going. At the end of series one, we see Wayne get straight suckered from behind by Tyson. And he gets put on his ass in the dirt. Now, number A, the only reason Tyson had that fucking opportunity was because Wayne had just owned a melee like five minutes before and pounded half a bottle of Gus and Brew by himself. Number B, Tyson really did come up out of nowhere, say, hey, who's the toughest guy in Letterkenny? And not only did everybody at Wayne's table look at him, everybody in that bar looked at him, the only bar in town right other than the like a social club like the legion or the ukrainian center where you got to have a membership it's the only public bar in town because ontario's got some weird fucking liquor laws <laughs> don't ask me to explain that shit <clears throat> but like i said it is a position of social responsibility it is a position of leadership people look to him so he stood up he walked out there with the expectation of a fair scrap and Tyson suckered him. What did Wayne do? Wayne got back up and beat the shit out of Tyson. And then Tyson had the gall, the temerity, the sheer brass motherfucking balls to come up to Wayne's house and ask for seconds. Like that shit wasn't already settled after Wayne beat the shit out of him. So Wayne does again. He stone cold knocks him out. One hit. Story done. Wayne reigns supreme. Wayne reigns supreme because he earned his title and he keeps earning it. People come to him to solve problems. People also come to him to challenge him. People come from out of town to challenge him. In Bush Party season, all the college kids come back home. They all bring their friends. They bring their big city university town friends. And all the chest puffers are cruising around the gym. They go to Wayne. They go to Wayne because they know that's the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Wayne's reputation does not even only extend to Ontario. It extends to Quebec. Fucking blue shirt buffalo check wearing motherfuckers <laughs> know who Wayne is. They know. His reputation. They have seen him scrap. They have seen him beat a dude almost to death by just bouncing his head into the floor repeatedly after catching him trapping off with his fiance. Wayne's fights. I'll give you. I'll give you a couple of seconds to finish your thought. Okay. Wayne's fights, apart from that one, are really directed. They're not out of revenge. They're not out of any petty self-aggrandizement. They are, they are all for a purpose. They're either to retain his title or in defense of someone else. All right. That is the social function of the toughest guy in Letterkenny. The end. All right. Oh, man. Those are some awesome arguments. Uh, not, I mean, literally. Yes, they are. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> on both uh, sides. You, got, you guys both defended your 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 characters wonderfully i will say um i think the best that they probably could be defended um so yeah i mean because we talk about you know the cultures that they grew up in and you know how those how how they were raised and how it kind of made them who they are where they are now um i mean 
I, I could easily see, you know, if, if, if Wayne was raised on his own and, and Sino and under the same situations by, by the time he's Johnny's age, he's, you know, hard on, you know, drinking a dr- drinking, uh, a, 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 a case a night and feeling sorry for himself, uh, in a shitty studio apartment in Reseda. Uh, so it's, uh, Reseda is a shittle. Oh yeah. I, you know, I've, I, I've been around. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Look, it's, I'm not going to lie. Anything south of Bakersfield's a shittle. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's, uh, but you know, and I, I, I could see, you know, I, I could see that, that also that Johnny would flourish if he'd been raised in the same situation and Letterkenny, uh, you know, I mean, had he, had he moved there, you know, he'd probably end up being a degen on the degen side of things. But, um, yeah. but you know, I, I think the, wh- how they ended up being where they are and where they were raised and still both having a very similar fighting spirit, um, not backing down, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I know Johnny has, you know, he's still, he's finding his way still. Uh, I think Wayne has found his way. He's confused by lots of things. That's his, you know, that's his, that's his autistic side of things. But yeah, I, I think that there's, there's a lot, there's more similar similarities than there are differences between the two of them. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I know, I know you're away a bit there, Devon. You have any, uh, any thoughts uh, before we move on? I don't. I'm uh, disappointed. I missed most of this, but <laughs> the whole thing is father of two, oh, husband yep. of one. So yep. father of two had to come first. That's so. what I was thinking, you know. And I don't, I don't fault you for that at all. <laughs> so no. that's what I appreciate about you. D. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Or E, do you have questions for one another? Hmm. Something simple doesn't need to be too too thought out. If you sat down with Wayne for beer and dart, what would you ask him? What What's like your burning question for Wayne? Why does your face always look like that? <laughs> He's got astigmatism, okay? He squints. He got a squint. You're real. You can go visit Shorzy. <laughs> you, have, you have a question for Awesome? Um, those losses that Wayne might have accrued as a child, are those like actually shown or implied? They're kind of, they're implied. They're pretty heavily implied though. Like we see some little Kenny. Yeah. In, in little Kenny, he is definitely picked on like by older aggressive students in his school for his speech impediment, for his autistic traits the fact that he gets one-on-one time with his teacher the fact that he gets like speech therapy and physical therapy shit like that um and largely because he is very much a loner he finds it difficult to connect with people he finds it difficult to talk to them to make eye contact before he meets Derry and dan he spends most of his time on his own or with his little sister and that gets him a lot of shit. True. Okay. All right. Good answers on both the both parts. All right. Uh, well. Uh, well. Uh, so yeah, these were uh, this I I this was all I had hoped for. 
um, so yeah, I, uh, I I think this was brilliant, um, and I, I'm really looking forward to see how the votes turn out on this. I know both uh, both franchises have fandoms that are huge uh, mm-hmm. and very much love their characters. Um, so we'll see how this turns out. I mean, uh, if we can surpass the 58 vote mark that we just had with John Wick and Assam, I mean. Yeah, that I, I I could see that happening here because they're two very yeah. two very active communities. Um, so before we go though, um, E, why don't you uh, you have any anything that you'd like to uh, to plug or chat about real quick? Oh yeah, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so as always, everybody, it's your boy MC Amazing. You can catch me on Twitter at MC underscore Amazing. Same tag on Instagram. You can also see me stream um, irregularly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash emazingxp. That's twitch.tv slash e-m-a-z-i-n-g-x-p. And also, if you really if you really like me, you can go check me out on TVFGC. We do a uh, fighting game podcast called Input Output, as well as TVFGC News, where yours truly sometimes is the host. And I got a really cool top hat. You know what? Uh, Hold on, one sec. Let me just lay, hold on one sec. <laughs> He's still prepared. Still prepared. Uh, yeah. He did not you have should, the top yeah. hat ready I, to go. You know, I, he, 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 wore that, he wore this top hat on his very, very first time with us, and I, 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 I expect it every time. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. <laughs> after, the, after the flannel. Check it out. Uh, it's the top hat. The, there it is. The top hat, the yeah. most of y'all know with the pins. Yep. And you know what? I, and I know what you're thinking. Yes, it does weigh it's a like little a bit. It's like a fisherman's boonie. It does weigh a little bit, but you know what? Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Whatever you sleep and, at night. And did, and did you give us your link to your OnlyFans yet? Oh, um, you know what? That comes later. It's actually OnlyFans. <laughs> and then I got a cam soda that's coming out next month. So right. look forward to that. Only fans. He's the only fan. All right. Awesome. Give us, give us uh, things you'd like to like folks to be able to find you and whatnot or whatever you're doing. I always first and foremost want to plug the or letter Kenny subreddit. That's reddit.com forward slash or forward slash letter Kenny. I am your head moderator on that community bulletin board. I am ashamed hyphen of hyphen yourself on Reddit. I am, what do you mean it's not awesome? Practically everywhere else. Uh, That'll be Tumblr. I'm on Twitter there. I'm on Instagram. Um, And uh, oh, yeah, there's also there's a discord associated with our sub and I'm ashamed of yourself on there as well. Um, and I have an alt account on Twitter specifically for the sub. That's uh, Letterkenny underscore R. Uh, and oh, uh, tomorrow night is the uh, Ag Hall social for hmm. Produce Stand podcast. And I will be joining them there because the ag holes are always fun and i may you know stomp some more fools of trivia and win yet some more <laughs> swag because i'm all about that you, swag you shouldn't be allowed to participate i know in i trivia. definitely should be cute uh i've mentioned this to al like every single one of the last like if anything you, yeah. Ag we've had yeah if anything you should and be yet, you should be the one running the the, the trivia <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. Out organizes everything. I'm busy dealing with all the DGens on the sub. Yeah, Fuck. I know. And there are so many. I've been there. Um, so, uh, Damon, do you have anything you want to plug or bring up before uh, you talk about our next uh, episode? Uh, just follow me on at Damon Does on all the social medias. Uh, and I think that's about it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead and let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the next episode. Ah, uh, yes. Our next scheduled bout is on August 4th. We reached the ultimate bout of the first round. The last go around the last tango. Jack Reacher from the Reacher series versus Rama from the Raid franchise. Oh, yeah. So, until next time, I'm Damon. I'm Dean. And remember, everything, everything is disputed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We are now asking you to go vote for your champion. We want to thank our advocates for their amazing defense of their champions. And finally, we'd like to thank the musical artists who created the music that helps make our show so great. We've got Hard Fight by Tajirigis, Game Changer by Icolix, Fight Club by Evil Bear Boris, Fight Makes Right by Atake, and This Party Sucks by Done With Fish. They can be found on freemusicarchive.org or on artlist.io. See you next time.